0: Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's January 22nd, 2020. And the poem that I'm gonna read today is by Louise Bogan, an American poet who lived from 1897 to 1970. She was a poet laureate in the 1940s and then also was the poetry editor for The New Yorker for almost 40 years. And the poem that I'm gonna read today is called Women. It goes like this. Women have no wilderness in them. They are provident instead, content in the tight, hot cell of their hearts to eat dusty bread. They do not see cattle cropping red winter grass. They do not hear snow water going down under culverts, shallow and clear. They wait when they should turn to journeys. They stiffen when they should bend. They use against themselves that benevolence to which no man is friend. They cannot think of so many crops to a field, or of clean wood cleft by an axe. Their love is an eager meaninglessness, too tense or too lax. They hear in every whisper that speaks to them a shout and a cry. As like as not when they take life over their door sills, they should let it go by. So this poem is five stanzas, four lines each, with an A, B, C, B rhyme scheme. It's a really interesting poem, I I think, because as Robert Pinsky put it over at Poetry Foundation, to call it ironic is probably not a strong enough word. It's an an inadequate term, he says. He, He says, quote, the poem's quick shifting and looping moves and reversals lead me to find irony an inadequate term, especially if one thinks of irony as a binary toggle on or off rather than a matter of degrees and kinds. So what's interesting here is we have a poem that, first of all, begins with a great line, women have no wilderness in them. What I love about this line is it is patently false. (laughs) It's just a complete, complete, uh, I don't want to say a lie because it's, it's poetic language, but it's not true in its essence and so its meaning comes from the irony at the heart of the phrase it says they are provident instead that they're content women are they're not there's no wilderness in a woman the poem is saying they're provident instead they can they can they can look at the head they can be practical they can they can um be prescient and they can be content in the tight hot cell of their hearts they can be content to eat dusty bread so you know those are presented as if they're virtues right Um, but because the first line has this deep irony in it, then the suggestion is these next ideas also are ironic. And so while there are compliments, you can also read them as not insults, but not as complimentary as they seem. And then the poem goes on. They don't see cattle cropping and they don't hear the water, the snow water going into the culverts. They wait when they should turn to journeys. They stiffen when they should bend. So they do the opposite of what they should be doing. It doesn't say expected, but what they should be doing. In the fourth stanza, they cannot think of so many crops to a field or of clean wood left cleft by an axe. So they can't think of the the work that the men are thinking of, fields for rotating crops in, and clean, cleanly chopped wood. They don't think about these things. Their love is an eager meaninglessness, too tense or too lax. It, so the poem seems to constantly be saying that there is a deficiency. There is no wilderness in them. It says, and then it suggests that, it it, well, it goes between seeming to suggest something that is a compliment and something that is a deficiency. And that's why I think uh, Pinsky points out that that irony is just not a rich enough word for it. Harold Bloom calls this a rye poem, which I, I think is a good word. Bogan once said um, in, in Pinsky's blog post on, for Poetry Foundation, he, he comments on this poem saying that, that Bogan mentioned when talking about this poem that she wrote it when she was young in her mid-20s, tw- I think she was 24, 25, something like that. And she comments how when she was younger, she had a youthful bitterness about her and about the way people thought about women. And she says she wonders how she would have approached this, the writing of this poem when she was older. Um, and she had more enjoyment was her word that that pinsky quotes I think that 's an interesting interesting idea because every poem that we read stands as an sort of independent thing. Uh, we have an independent experience with it that 's kind of unique to us, and we have to spend time with the language to to kind of get at the heart of the poem and yet it also has a comes from a specific well you know it comes from a specific place in a specific poet's specific heart, specific experience, which can make the po- the story of a poem fascinating to think about. It's the sort of still shot of a specific time in, in that specific poet's very specific life. Um, and, I, and I found that fascinating. And I guess I find that particularly fascinating to think about in connection to this poem. Because of that opening line, women have no wilderness in them. Women is this general term, right? So the poem seems to be suggesting that we you have to think about people, women in particular, as individuals. We can't think about them in these generalities where we, where we assume something about all women or about um, most women and then apply that to individual women, whether it's deficiencies or strengths. And so in, in, in thinking about that subject matter, she's able to kind of create this, this looping poem, uh, the looping moves and reversals that, that Pinsky mentioned are really interesting. And he talks about how the rhyming of alternate lines, which I mentioned in the rhyme scheme, quote, tempers the quality of the formal mastery with an informal, almost casual surface, end quote. And then he goes on and says that because of that, the poem is assertive, which I think is really interesting. Again, going back to the first line where it says women have no wilderness in them. And then there's this really assertive poem that she produces when contemplating that idea. So there's a lot going on here. I, That's why I wanted to read it to you. So, once again, here is Louise Bogan's Women. Women have no wilderness in them. They are provident instead, content in the tight, hot cell of their hearts to eat dusty bread. They do not see cattle cropping red winter grass. They do not hear snow water going down under culverts shallow and clear. They wait when they should turn to journeys. They stiffen when they should bend. They use against themselves that benevolence to which no man is friend. They cannot think of so many crops to a field or of clean wood cleft by an axe. Their love is an eager meaninglessness, too tense or too lax. They hear in every whisper that speaks to them a shout and a cry, as like as not when they take life over their sills They should let it go by. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I will be back tomorrow with another poem for you.